Welcome to Giddy Stories, the Democracy Day special. Today's episode is geared towards getting to know what people want from the president. Ask a couple of friends and here's what they have to say. <laughs> One thing I want from President Buhari. We need change. The change you promised us, we need it. That change is for you to just sit back, relax and watch how it's done. Just retire, resign. Just go to Dora and chill, man. No, no, no love lost. Wow, the one thing I want from Buhari, I don't know. It's it's hard to say because for someone who has been in office for several years and hasn't, or rather, has refused to do one thing to develop the nation, it's crazy, and he's. Seamless hatred for Ibu as well. I don't know. It's crazy. But I think for me, the one thing I would want would be for him to take care of the problem of insecurity. I mean, if Nigeria is secure once more, then we'll take care of ourselves. We always do. We always find a way. But for the fact that you can't even go anywhere now, you are scared of traveling, you are scared of even moving inside your states. Lagos said they are robbing broad daylight. It's Nigeria has become a very scary place. So if I would want any one thing from him, that's what I would want. Buhari, I want you to resign. Hmm. Well, don't let me cost you. What I want her, Buhari. Hmm. I don't want to say my mind. Why would I want something from Buhari? Anyways. If I really want anything from Buhari right now, okay, on a serious note, if I really want anything from Buhari right now, it will be money, because another aspect is useless. It's only the money aspect. That I'm, I even doubt if it's going to even fulfill the desire of doing it. So it's money I need from Buhari right now. Okay, um, if it's possible, if I have the opportunity to be with Buhari, um, or let me respect that office and say President Buhari, if I have the opportunity of being with him one-on-one, -on -one, I think I'm going to politely tell him if he can possibly, um, as a gentleman, all right, and as a patriotic Nigeria, if he can possibly just leave the office without any hassle, without any fight without any riot and the likes i mean if he, he wants to emulate and show a good example of a democratic man just like his predecessor jonathan did you know concede 
um, defeat to him and just hand it over power to him. I mean, if he can also just act that way, because even if he stays there till the end of his tenure, I mean, I don't even know if he's the one there, if it's Buhari that we have there. But paradventure, whether it's an imposter or the him, if he's there till, I mean, whenever his tenure is going to end and he leaves, I tell you the truth, he he's not going to be remembered for anything. The, worst is going to be remembered for is all the atrocities the hardship the killings the looting the corruption that he has brought to nigeria all right i mean one thing if he wants to be remembered for something is either permit me to say he dies or he leaves there let him leave before his tenor ends let's uh, let's remember him for something that hey guy this is what we can use to remember you that you left even i mean you're going to make history than being there when you know out of your eight years you did absolutely nothing instead of bringing heart pain hardship pains and whatever to this country so leave we don't want him there anymore let him leave we are suffering in nigeria i don't know whether he's the one controlling this nation or ua or, 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 or federal government or whatever i don't know i don't know the people that is in terms of affairs but but adventure he probably feels that he's the one there or maybe i don't know then let him just leave let him listen to the voice of its citizens let him listen to the voice of nigerians and step down thank you seriously from the time i saw your message i have been trying to figure out what i want from buhari and i just realized that i have so many things i want from buhari but i'm gonna sum it up can he return Nigeria to how we met it in 2015? Like, we just want it back to how we met it in 2015. Because, I don't know. We are not at worst. We are terrible. It is a mess from security to economy to health, everything, to sanity. To people's sanity, it's a mess. It is by the grace of God most of us are still sane. Most people working on the roads are insane people just trying to keep it together. Emotional duress is crazy. Suicide is becoming an option that was not even something people thought about. In the state of this country is terrible. Let us forget that um, generally worldwide is crazy. But you see this country... Uh, we wanted change. The change we have gotten. I didn't vote for him, but I'm going to speak generally because the decision of a, 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 a lot of people affected those of us that were not in favor of it. We wanted change. But the change we have got, I don't know if it's change from money we paid for and we are getting the balance or it's change from a situation of better to worse or worse to. I don't even just know. So can he just return? I think that's just about what I want from him. Can he return Nigeria to do it? He met it in 2015. If it's possible, let him do it. It's crazy. It's crazy. I'm speechless. I've thought about it for hours. And I think that's just basically all I want from him. If he can return Nigeria to do it, he met it. I think we're done with him. Guy is a mess. And he dragged us into mess. I... I know that I never supported him. I never wanted him. 
back. Never did. And then my Buharist friends that wanted a change, <laughs> they can't even talk. Most of them tell me they're ashamed. They can't talk about it. They screamed for change. They told me I didn't know what I was talking about, that they needed a change from Gulag Janata. And they have seen the change they wanted. Like I said, we don't know if it's change of money we paid for. And we're looking for the balance or it's change from a situation from one terrible condition or situation to the other. I just don't know. But let God have mercy on Nigeria. We need his mercy because only his mercy can pull us through the quagmire that we are. Thank you. They promised us a lot of things in 2015. And now if you can't remember, let me refresh your memory. To the platform. The government of APC will attack head on the security and the economy. My next appeal to you is to make sure you get your permanent voters card. And you make sure on the election day, come rain, come sunshine, in polls. We intend to secure this country as soon as we can and efficiently manage it. We do not like the unemployment, the suffering, the low standard of education, the lack of health care, the destruction of the infrastructure. APC government will look for competent, committed Nigerians to lead ministries and first starters so that we can make rapid development. One tenure and two years into the second tenure, this is what they have to say. It has been a very difficult uh, undertaking. But we close the borders with Benin Republic. We close the borders with Niger Republic. We stopped smuggling. We ask Nigerians to grow what they will eat and eat what they grow. The cost of importation of uh, rice and other food stuff, we stopped it. We made fertilizer available. And uh, we were very impressed and happy with the direction of Nigeria. They went back to the farm. And we made sure our neighbor, especially Nigeria, understand us because there are Nigerians that order food in Niger for Nigerian market. The Nigerian government cooperated with us. So really, uh, we defended on ourselves and Nigerians do not regret it. Um, those who are really keeping uh, in touch with what we are doing, they know the difference between the time we came in and now. And the people of Northeast and South South, I think, are the best uh, judges for the performance of this administration because they know what they were in and they know the condition now. This is now a clear cut case of what I ordered versus what I got. Let me put it on the record I did not vote for President Buhari. No way. No way. But unfortunately, some of the persons that did vote, everybody's withdrawing and acting like they did not vote. And the question is is it the case of ungone men, unknown voters? How did he get there? 
people put him there. All right. Now, one of the sad things is that uh, some years ago, the whole case of insecurity, insurgency attacks was prominent in the north. And someone said, the people in the southwest are not taking this serious. Another part of the country are not taking this serious. But now, it seems the doomsday prophecy has finally landed on our doorstep to reality. And that's because there has been cases and stories of attacks happening in the southwestern state and the southeast. Middle Belt, they have been experiencing their fair share, and that has been the terrible thing because the presidency has done absolutely nothing about it. Now, the question is, what is the state government in Lagos going to do, you know, trying to protect its citizens? All right, so uh, last month, the governor, Babajide Samuolu, made an announcement, uh, even with the commission of police present representing, to talk about a ban on Okada in Lagos. Okada accidents on our roads are mostly caused by recklessness and lawlessness of the drivers. Available record reveals that 218 serious crimes were perpetrated with the use of Okada from January 2021 till date, with 480 ammunition recovered. The one thing I've been doing, even on my radio show, because I'm the host of the Lunch Hour Show on Rhythm 93.7 FM, and every time I sign out the show, I always have a, a mantra. I say, be good and stay safe because of the coronavirus. We have to spread the word. It's still out there. And now I find out I've been more of the advocate for security. And I say this, shine your eye. You have to be very cautious of people even around you. You're on the bus. Be very, very careful. You cannot lose guard. No, you can't do that. We're not in that era. No way. I can't stress it enough. Um, I've heard terrible things happen to people. Uh, one of the POS operators in my estate, I, I think it was yesterday, yes, and she was telling me how her son got robbed 9 a.m. while in a shuttle bus to Ikeja. So you can see. I, I, yes, you have to pray. You have to pray and let nobody come for me and say, is he everything we have to pray? Yes, my people, is everything we have to pray because we have to appeal to God, you know, talk to God about this because I don't understand. What else do you want us to do? Call on the police, call on the popo. They ain't there. They don't come for you. We don't have 911 or 119 or 199 or 999. It ain't working. So... We have to pray and be very woke on the streets, right? So, guys, I'm done talking about this because it actually makes me sad. I'm going to talk about something else. Perversion. So stick around. My sister is going to feature on the next segment. Yay! Welcome back to Giddy Stories. Now, on this segment, I am going to talk about some of the perverts that sometimes we meet on the road. Some, I think that was a month ago, there was a story of a guy who was, you know, accused of exhibitionism. I think it's some sort of mental disorder that someone would just be pleasuring themselves, you know, in public. Now, I won't say that happened to me, that someone did the same thing in the bus, although it happened to my sister, which she will share her own experience. But mine is in the form of someone trying to caress your boobs in a bus. Now, it turns out that this guy was like very young. I was, I was, I kind of noted that I had the feeling that something wrong is going because I was slouched because I tend to slouch. I don't like people being too close to me. And he was, you know, he had something on his leg, like a box, you know. Like he went to make some sort of delivery. 
so whenever i noticed that feeling i will sit up and look at him and he was just keeping his face straight and it was when at the end of the journey um i just stood you know moved back without giving him any prior warning i didn't even look at him and then i noticed that his finger was pushed towards my boobs i'm like then i knew look and when i was i was about to raise an alarm and the guy noticed i was going to do that so he he left very very fast and moved to the other part, side of the express before i could even you know call him out on the nonsense he did and it's not actually the first time it happened when i was even working on the island then and this guy i caught him and then he was making eye contact with me not to call him out because of the embarrassment that would have you know been dished out to him from the other passengers on the bus all right so right now my sister's going to share her own experience oh yeah we gotta come here you must talk she's never ever said anything on kitty stories i think one time i think episode three yeah, that's not true. It is true. Right, so, introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. My name is Ogale. Yay, she did not use joy. <laughs> 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 All right, so, talking about perversion, public transport, share that nasty thing that happened to you. Okay, um, I can remember some time back. That was like three years back. Yeah, it's like four. Yeah. Four years so, ago. I bought it, um, all these small Lagos buses, Kurope. Yeah. And I think we were just like two passengers inside the bus, myself and a guy sitting at my back. Then all of a sudden, I think I could feel the, feel the guy's knee touching my back. Yeah. Well, I, I, I thought it was his knee though. <laughs> not for me to come down, not, not for me to come down from the bus. I think I tried to like adjust my dress and there was this slimy thing Ew. on my hands. I was like, oh my God, what is this? How does it even work? How that like, so it turns out that the guy it was not the guy's knee that he was actually pressing his penis against my back that was just disgusting and how did they even and it was oh day, my god daytime day day but we're just two passengers the driver me then he was, was sitting behind, at, yes was yes at my back you. so i thought it was his knee because probably i don't know now sane person would even do that so this is crazy oh my god like and did, did, the guy actually like he Wangster, like oh, Wangster, I'm yeah. sad and everything. I that was really, really, really disgusting. Really like, disgusting and mad, crazy. It was, <laughs> like I couldn't even touch my hands though. Like oh, you had to. Yeah, I remember that day. You, I, you, like, I couldn't even take off my dress. Like, uh, like what? Oh. <laughs> it tells you the number of crazy things that happen in public transport. Like for today, uh, on my way to work the conductor was talking to one passenger like eh, oh god no be so that they do things so although this was not perversion but it tells you about things that happen daily and because i don't know how the the passenger he was feeling you know i don't know if he was a member of the police force because the next thing he told the conductor is i go arrest you and then the conductor say if you don't arrest me you'll be bastard uh-uh like nigerians are very angry like at this point people don't give a shit like they're that upset so uh, but perversion yeah that's one of the things that happen and if you have similar stories don't forget to share and that is very simple a link is available for you to do that anyways i'll be right back on giddy stories All right, so everything going on, okay, I just had to douse it with the whole story about the perverts or really sad stuff that happened to my sister. And I know some persons also must have experienced the same thing. 
Well, uh, this is what we're going to call it a wrap of today's Democracy Day special of the Giddy Stories podcast. Thank you so much to everyone who, you know, you click the link, you listen to the very end. I truly appreciate you. Now, one thing I'm going to say, even as a sign off, is that the power is in our hands. 2023 is around the corner, but we have a lot of work to put in. First things first, if you know you're vocal about how, or rather you're passionate about this country, you should start speaking to people. We need grassroots orientation because sometimes the polity doesn't really know what to do. We have the power. If we don't, if we doubt it, you can recall the NSAS protest and how it truly surprised the government. All right. Know this and no peace and also know that you have the power in your hands all right thank you so much and don't forget to follow us or rather follow giddy stories on spotify audio mac and instagram at giddy stories all right thank you so much next friday we meet for another fresh episode of the podcast that brings you stories about lagos bye hey guys my name is eclipse and cassie i'm a rapper singer music producer and a creative entrepreneur and you're listening to Giddy Stories with Elo. I love it. I know you do. So keep listening. Always. Peace.